welcome to Community Convos, a podcast and radio program from LCC Connect with conversations about what's happening in Lansing and around mid-Michigan. Welcome once again to the Convo. My name is Dedelian, and with me in the studio today is a gentleman who hails from Mason, Michigan, my hometown as a matter of fact. Uh, I've known him for quite a while. His name is Leon Clark. The Well, you you wear many hats, don't you? Yeah, I wear a few. <laughs> what's your what's your hats currently well currently i am on the fire department i'm uh-huh. on the mason city council i'm commander of the american legion i'm also president of the sun-dried music festival exactly and you're now would you would you consider yourself the founder were other people involved at the time or what, what, what happened yeah i'm one of the founders there was an executive director of the dda at the time in the first year mm-hmm. and uh, after that it was kind of me that of course is the reason you're here today is to talk a little bit about the sun-dried festival Take me back a little bit and help me to, to what inspired the creation, what what got you into the process of like, you know what, we need a music festival here in Mason. Well, I was I was on the city council and as a member of the DDA at the time, and uh, all the downtown local businesses said, we really need to have some kind of a festival in the downtown area that draws people into our downtown so they can experience everything that our downtown is with a historic setting, with a courthouse on the square and those kinds of things. Being a musician, playing mm-hmm. in a band, I thought, well, we should have a music festival because that appeals to everybody. So we uh, we talked about it, and uh, that's what we decided that we were going to do. The DDA director at the time wanted to do some kind of a theme kind of festival, like a Margaritaville kind of thing. And I said, well, <laughs> that won't play in the long run. And they kind of hemmed and hawed back and forth. And finally, when it was getting down to a point where really didn't have time to research anymore, I just... I just told him, I says, look, you're going to have to trust me and my contacts and we'll put something out there. And we went to work on it and uh, it's grown ever since. So really just a, an attraction to Mason was the goal here, right? Yep. Now, how long has it been since uh, then that this has been going on? Uh, subtract COVID and it'd be 14 years. 14 years. So that, that's, I think most festivals don't really tend to last 10, past right. 10, I think. Yeah. Most community festivals don't last that long. Um, and especially when they're like our event, it's, it's free, but uh, we've put together a pretty good team and we've got good community support. Uh, not only do the businesses and, and step up and sponsor, we have a good working relationship with the city of Mason itself, who, who helps us quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, so we're we're able we're able to do it. We're knock on wood able to do it for free, and we'll continue to do that as long as we can. And part of what's cool about this, and I think this is the way it's always been since its inception, is you got two stages, and you got pretty much you know one band finishes up, turns around, next band picks it up, and right. it's always been really cool. And in addition to that, a lot of different uh, styles and genres of music. Yep. If you don't like uh, what you hear on in the first hour, stick around for the second hour because there's going to be something different coming at you. And it's interesting you mentioned the second stage. Uh, originally, the way the second stage started was we set up a small stage in the middle of the street on Friday night because we were setting up. The, the festival wasn't supposed to start until Saturday. So we were setting up everything on Friday. So we, I said, well, as long as we're here, let's give people something to do. So we hired a band and set them up in the middle of the street. And they played while we were setting up everything for Saturday. Yeah. And Saturday was the big day. Yeah. Well, then we, then we came up with the idea with each band on the main stage to play an hour. Right. Then they get half an hour to transition out, which is a really quick turnaround for both the sound company and the musicians themselves. 
and that's how the second stage came into play. Yeah, that's great. But it's really cool to hear. Like it's always music. Yep. No matter what. Constant. But this year on uh, Friday, starting on Friday night, um, I, we got a really great lineup this year. At seven o'clock, uh, Bill Moran, a local guy from Dansville, will will kick off the evening, um, followed by the Corzo Effect. Yeah, that's a great band right there. They are awesome. There's some talented musicians there. Well, then it all leads up to Jacob Moran, who is the son of Bill Moran, who was also on American Idol. Yes. And uh, so this will be his second year with us, and uh, he puts on a phenomenal show backed by by Corzo. And yep. uh, so that's a really, really awesome show. And then uh, Saturday, we start at noon. The first band that we brought in is is kind of special for me because this is a group of kids, and the drummer in this band, his dad, his grandfather's brother, played saxophone in my band for a number of years until he passed away from pancreatic cancer. But uh, the grandfather encouraged his grandson to play mm-hmm. drums, mm-hmm. and he's been working his craft. And now, I mean, they've, they've played all over the place. They they went with school rock to Minnesota, I think it was, and played a week there and then they've played at the Fowlerville Fair and they're they're playing all over the place. That's so that's awesome. Gonna, that, and that's awesome and that's not only that but that's small town connection right there. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so they're called the Fly by Night Band and they'll open up on Saturday uh, followed by a group from Dansville called Mama Tried. They've been around for a long time, good friends of mine. From 3 until 4 the School of Rock, the East Lansing Youth Band. These kids come out every year and thoroughly amazes at, at what they yeah. learned. Some of them we've seen the year before and, and the, the improvement that they made over the course of the year is just nothing short of phenomenal, but they always put on a good show. Always a fun time. Always yeah. a good show. Uh, 4.30 to 5.30 is a band called Those Legs. And then from 6 until 7 is a Wild Honey Collective. And 7.30 to 8.30 is Mixed Flavors. And that leads up to our headliner for Saturday night, which is a local girl. Uh, one who is near and dear to my heart because she first sang with us at the local steam show when she was 12 years old. And she's gone on to perform in uh, The Voice mm-hmm. and American Idol. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Rebecca Brunner. Yeah. And she now lives in Nashville and is, is honing her craft and uh, a heck of a performer. And Always just, puts on a great show. She puts on a great show. And she, gives her full heart to what she's doing there. Yeah, And she's just such yeah. a great kid. Yeah. If you, if you yeah. know her, she's just, I mean, she's everything that in, that Mason embodies. Hometown kid. And in closing out Saturday night, uh, some friends of mine called Cloud Hoppers. Cloud Hoppers, yeah. And yeah. Uh, they're they're a very talented band and high energy, and uh, they'll, they'll do a good job closing out tonight. Certainly been doing their thing for quite a while, too. Now, of course, music isn't the only thing that's happening there. We've got all sorts of other good stuff. Give me some of the highlights. Well, we have... Uh, when we set out with this, we wanted it to be a truly a family event. So if you've ever been to Mason, we block off the entire courthouse square. Mm-hmm. And uh, we put in a beverage tent for the adults. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning, there will be a cornhole tournament in there. Oh, that'll be cool. Hopefully, we'll have, uh, we're shooting for 30 teams. I think you started that last year, right? Last year was the first first year we worked with Eric Stid. And uh, he's organizing it. And we were halfway to the 30-team limit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always fun to watch. Still time to get in there, yep. at least as far as yep. when we're recording this. Yep. And I think the day of, you could probably show up and get right. in. If, right. if he has If it's not filled up, yeah. Yep. Um, then we have a row of down the street of uh, 
on one side of the street is just vendors, T-shirts, uh, walking sticks, just about anything you can think of. On the other side, we have some food vendors. Uh, Joe's Gizzard City, who's got national Always claim. fun and good stuff, yeah. Um, the Smoke and Pig Barbecue. And that's one of my favorites right there. Yep. Yeah. Lumber Jill will be there again this year, and uh, Kona Ice. So we have that on that side of the street. And if you go on the very back side, we put in a kid's area where, once again, a local company... Uh, Mike Prelznick, who is actually a, a, a elementary school principal, has a bunch of games and, and kid rides that he puts on a whole back end. And this is completely free to just kind of hang yep. out and just be there. Yep. Yeah. And Saturday morning, um, the Chamber of Commerce has uh, a craft show along the Ash Street side of the courthouse. Very cool. So this is a second year for that, and I think we're up to like sixty vendors for that this year. Okay, you got a lot of the the normal stuff, a little bit of the the, the music flavor. It's a nice wide variety. Anything new that's happening this year? Uh, this year we're trying what for the first time we're going to have a, a VIP section. Oh, okay, which will be interesting. All right, uh, we're partitioning off a small section of of the of the beverage tent. And we'll have some very nice, comfortable patio furniture there. And the people that bid on this will be able to uh, be close to the stage. And they'll have their own uh, dedicated waitress so they don't have to get up and go to get their beverages and those kinds of things. So Because we'll, they are VIP. They VIP. are VIPs, yes. So uh, we're going to try that this year. All right. And uh, where would uh, people go as far as on the uh, web if they want to get the deets on this or anything like that? Sundriedfestival.com. Awesome, awesome. Why would somebody want to come on down to uh, the Sun-Dried Festival if they've never been to it? Well, we, we take up the downtown. Um, there's plenty of off-street parking in the parking lots behind, the, like the Presbyterian Church and things like that. But the thing that I get from musicians the most, and I think this is, plays true for the audience, is that um, I thank every musician when, it comes off the, when they come off the stage for performing at our festival, and they look at me and say, no, thank you. Look at this backdrop. We have a professional stage company and sound company. The stage is facing the courthouse. That's what they see. If you're in the audience, you can. You don't have to go in the beverage tent if you don't mm -hmm. want to. We put a 30, 30 by 40 foot uh, tent up on Maple Street, and there's chairs under there so people can sit out of there, get under there out of the sun if they want. Or you can bring your lawn chair and sit on a courthouse lawn and just sit there and enjoy. Great. And, there's just I don't think there's I don't think there's another venue like it anywhere. Very cool. And uh, finally, you know, we didn't even hit on it. When is this happening? And when does it happen every year? Let's put it that way. This always happens the weekend before Labor Day. This year, it's the 25th, 26th, and the 27th. The other thing that we didn't mention was that on Sunday, the 27th, we turn over the stage to the local ministerial association. Oh, right, yep. And we invite all the churches and their congregations to come downtown and be a part of that community-wide church service. You don't have to be a member of any of our local churches. If you want to come and worship with us on Sunday, you're more than welcome from wherever you are. Right, um, right. It's just, once again, it's it's an opportunity to do something that you don't see or hear of, you know, in too many other places. So, Cool. Uh, anything uh, you want to mention before I well, uh, get let you go here? The one thing I have to mention is that uh, we have some very important people that uh, stand behind us on this. Uh, the title sponsor for our event is the Mason Downtown Development Authority, 
And then for the second year in a row, our community leader sponsor is Wolverine Engineers and Surveyors. And we're so appreciative of them stepping up in the last couple of years to help us out. And this year, we brought on uh, Xfinity Comcast mm-hmm. as a sponsor. Okay. Um, we have a lot of other sponsors. Our, the Daily Scoop Ice Cream Store, the the Maple Street Mall. We, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. So those are the... Those are our main sponsors. Sure. And I always want to send a shout out to the sponsors. Absolutely. Appreciate it. And Leon, appreciate everything that you do in the Mason community as well as uh, throughout the Lansing area. I know it's a lot of work each and every year. Uh, I know every once in a while you're like, man, I, I don't know if I want to keep doing this, but I am so happy that you do. Well, I appreciate that. There's only seven of us that put this thing yeah. out. Yeah. And we start in January and uh, that's when we start putting the pieces together. So hats off to to those volunteers as well because they work very hard to make everything go as smoothly as it does all right once again if you want to get any information on anything that uh, we've been talking about today you can always go to sundriedfestival.com and uh, get all the deets there uh, leon clark president of the sundried committee for the sundried festival uh, with me here today appreciate you coming in and being a part of the cabo leon i appreciate the opportunity thanks You've been listening to Community Combos, a program from LCC Connect with conversations about what's happening in our community. To listen to this episode on demand, visit us at lccconnect.org or find us on your favorite podcast platform. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on Community Combos, email us lcc-connect at lcc.edu. And thanks for joining the combo.